Presented by the United States Armed Forces Radio Service. We present The Salt of the Earth. A drama based on an episode in the greatest life ever lived. In the town of Nazareth this early morning, everything is peaceful and quiet as the first bright rays of the rising sun cast their golden light on the small white houses. In only one house is there anyone awake to greet the dawn. And for that home, this is the end of a night of watchful waiting. Now the woman of the house tiptoes softly to the side of her husband, who is staring out at the growing brightness of another day. Jonathan. Oh, Sarah. Well, have you noticed any change in her? None. Her head still burns fiercely. Oh, Jonathan. Jonathan, is there nothing more we can do? We've done all we can, except one thing. What Mordecai told us about? Yes. If the master is gifted with these great powers, surely he would help such a child as our Abigail. They say his touch, or even a few words from his lips, will heal anyone, be he lame or leper. Surely if he can do that, he would do it to save a child, Sarah. Oh, then find him. Bring him here. Or let us take Abigail to him. But it must be quickly, else it will be of no use. No use at all. Mordecai said the master was to be here within a day. Then he should be close by the town. I shall go searching for him. Now. May God guide you to him. For the poor child's sake. How much more can she stand? How much? Please, Sarah. Now is a time for strength. If you should give way now, who will this family rely on? For you are our strength, Sarah. Be patient and do all you can till I find him. I will rouse Mordecai now. And he will take me to the master. <laughs> Mordecai! Mordecai! Mordecai, I... Oh, Rachel. Jonathan. The child, how is she? No better. That's why I'm here. Where is Mordecai? He must take me to the master at once. I must find him. He must help my child. Oh, Jonathan. What? What is it? Why do you look so strange and tremble so? Jonathan, he isn't here. Mordecai isn't here? No. Yesterday afternoon there was word from his brother... He had to go to Cana to see him. It seemed urgent. He left at once. Oh, no. It's true. True. Then who will take me to the master? How will I find him? Mordecai left word. 
He said that the master is coming here to Nazareth from the north. From the north? Then he would travel only one road. I shall find him by myself. I shall find him. If you would find him, look for the twelve who are his apostles. Peter or Andrew or Philip or Thomas or Matthew. Any of them will see that you get your help from the master. And when you stand before him, be full of faith and humility. Speak to him as you would to God. Yes, Rachel. I shall remember all of that. Now I must go seeking his apostles so they may lead me to him. The child must be saved. She must. Well, Matthew, there it is, Nazareth, ahead there. Uh, what? Uh, what did you say, Andrew? Matthew, what is it? You're worried about something. I've noticed it too, Andrew. Have you, Thomas? Then surely you can find out what it is. No one can uncover more with a few questions than you, Thomas. There's something which has put those wrinkles of worry in Matthew's face. But if he's brooding on some secret he chooses to hold within himself, who are we to pry? You will stop taunting me, both of you. Matthew, I have no desire to taunt you, but after all, we've shared our last crusts of uh, bread together. Wouldn't it be as well to share our thoughts? Philip, perhaps you're right. Maybe I should speak out, for I think this does affect us all. Well then, Matthew? Thomas, Andrew, Philip, I... I don't like to say this, but I believe we have disappointed the master. Disappointed him? But how? What have we done? I... I don't know. Surely there would have been some word, some sign. Wait, Thomas. Perhaps Matthew is right. Perhaps there has been a sign which we haven't noticed. Uh, that's what I mean, Philip. Right now, we walk on ahead toward Nazareth. Yet the master has remained far behind us on the road. He often seeks solitude, to meditate. Yet this time, I felt it was different. We've been sent on ahead for some purpose. Perhaps for us to meditate. What have we done which is wrong? If we examine ourselves, we should know. Yes, Philip. And we should try to examine ourselves as though we were the accused should ask ourselves questions without favor or prejudice. That should uncover our errors, if there be any. Now first, which of us has turned from any person needing help? Is there anyone among us who has done that? Is there? I see. No one. Then we should go Wait, on to the... Thomas. What is it, Andrew? Look. Off there on the road. Hmm? A lone figure of a man. Huh. What's strange in that? I believe he comes to find us. He's waving to us, beckoning us. So he is, Andrew. You, you men! Are there twelve of you? I've been trying to count you as you came along the road. Are there twelve? He has come seeking us. Perhaps he comes to warn us of some danger to the master. The master has spoken of danger several times in recent days. I think maybe you're right, Thomas. The man seems excited, worried. He may well be a friend of ours, though I, I can't remember ever having seen him before. Then let's ask him. Friend... We are of the twelve who are closest to the master. Why do you come seeking us? Then it is you. Thank God. Thank God. Well, what is it, man? Why do you tremble so? Is there danger? Please, sirs. You must take me to him at once. What do you seek from him? Friends, I have a child, a little girl. For some days now, a bad fever has been burning her little body. 
This child who was once laughing and gay now only whimpers in a feverish sleep and tosses in pain. And there is only one who can cure her. Only one. Take me to him. Of course, friend. Come with me. With you, Andrew? Yes, with me. For such a thing as this, the master wouldn't mind an intrusion on his meditations. Has he ever turned from anyone in need? I didn't mean that, Andrew. What else could you mean? Andrew, why you? Why should you take precedence over the rest of us? Did the man appeal to you alone for help? Very truthfully, I believe that I should take this man to the master. Come, sir. Now, wait, Thomas. How can you hold yourself up to be greater than the others? I believe if the master were asked now to choose which of us would be the greatest after him, he should choose me. You? Matthew, Philip, Bartholomew, did you hear that? Oh, please, sirs, my child. She must have help at once if she's to live at all. Oh, one moment, man. Thomas, tell me, which of us was chosen first? You? Oh, no, Andrew and Peter. So what makes you think you're first among us in his preference? Sirs, sirs, please. It's, it's my child I'm thinking of. I don't care who it is who takes me to the master as, as long as I see him before it's too late. This will only take a moment, sir. Now, it's true we were all of us chosen. Some first, some later. But, Andrew, you've gone into the marketplace many times seeking fruit. And you stop here and you stop there to examine what the merchants offer for sale. And here you buy an orange and there a pomegranate and so on. Now, Andrew, will you tell me that the first fruit you chose was the best? What's that to do with it? Answer me, Andrew. Hasn't it ever happened to you that you've chosen fruit at one merchant's stall, only to see finer fruit later at another's? Hasn't it? You're, you're trying to muddle me. I don't like it. All I'm trying to say is this. First chosen isn't always best chosen. Just as firstborn isn't always bestborn either. There was Esau first and then Jacob. And of many sons, Joseph was not the firstborn. We're talking of us, not of fruit, nor of Jacob, nor Joseph. Peter and I were chosen first. To us, he said he would make us fishers of men. Before any of the rest of you even knew well, of Andrew, I still You ask... ask too much, Thomas. Andrew, go on. You take the man to the master. You've as much as right as any of us. Perhaps even more. Yes, Matthew. I'll do that. Now, sir, if you... Well, what is it, Andrew? He was here a moment ago. Sir, sir, where are you? I'm ready to take you to the master now. Andrew, he isn't here. But, Philip, he wouldn't have gone away. He needed help. See for yourself, he's not here. But, but, but his child, the little girl of whom he spoke so pathetically. Yes, the little girl. Her body racked by a fever so close to dying. And we stood here and talked of which one of us should have the honor of taking this man to the master. And now he's gone. Ah, oh, this is an evil thing we have allowed to happen. We must go back and find the master at once. We must take him swiftly to the town. And let us hope we are not too late. For the child's sake. Surely, Philip, the master must be close by here. Andrew, what good to say he must be when we can see he isn't. But we've covered every inch of the road. Almost back to the place where he asked that we leave him by himself for a while. What's to indicate he isn't still at that very same rock where he stopped to pray? That was a long time ago, Thomas. Yes, but he may still be there. 
You know very well when he prays, time means little to him. He must still be there. And we shall find him. Come. Well, you see, Thomas, I told you. Here's the same rock. But the master isn't here. There's no sign of him. And I was so sure. You were very sure about a great many other things, Thomas. And just as wrong. You said you were to be first among us. You gave us all sorts of ways to prove your point. You're as wrong now as you were then. Now, wait, Andrew. Both of you, all of you, listen to me. Yes, Matthew? There shall not be another word spoken among us about who is to be the first until we find that man. Or until we find the master and bring him to the bedside of that child who needs his help. This is a cruel thing we have done this day. To have allowed ourselves to bicker while a man stood by, terrified for the life of his child. So there shall be no more talk about anything except finding that man. Yes, but where? How? Your question can answer itself, Thomas. Where? Well, we saw the man come toward us from the gates of Nazareth, so we know the town where he lives. How? We must go from house to house, if need be, to search for him. Exactly. Come, all of you. Sir, may I ask if you would know, is there a sick child in this town? Hmm? Sick child? Yes. Uh, let me see. Please, sir, quickly. There is little time to lose. I, I am thinking. Give me a moment. Now there was Zechariah. His son was it ill. It was not a lad that was ill, but a girl. Now, see here, don't tell me. Zechariah has no daughters, only sons. But the one I'm seeking is a man whose daughter is ill. Oh. Oh, I see. Uh, well, now, let me think again. Uh... There was the silversmith, Aaron. Now, his daughter... Yes, what about her? Fever. Bad fever. Then that must be the one. Where can I find him? Well, you could find him at the temple, most likely. Offering a prayer of thanks. Thanks? What for? Why, his daughter. She recovered several days ago. Then he's not the man. I must go on till I find the man who came to us for help. Tell me, good woman, do you know of a sick child hereabout? A sick child? Oh, yes, Simeon the Weaver had such a child. And the child, a little girl, ill of the fever? Yes, a girl. But if it was fever, one doesn't know. Well, no matter what it is, if she's sick, we'll bring help to her. I'm afraid not. What do you mean, woman? Dead. Two days ago. Dead? Two days ago? No, you don't understand. Don't I? Who stitched the shroud for the child? I did. Yes. She died. Poor child. I'm... I'm sorry, woman. But it isn't Simeon's house I seek. I must go on. We must find that child. (laughs) 
Good day to you, woman. Good day to... Sir, it's you, the Apostle Matthew, who follows the master. My husband Mordecai and I have seen you with him many times. Yes, it's I. Come in, then. Perhaps you're hungry after a long journey. Uh, We have bread and cheese still left from the midday meal. I have no time, woman. I seek a man whose daughter is ill, very ill of the fever. A man with a child ill from the fever? Yes. Of course. It's Jonathan. And only this morning he went seeking the master, for the child is in a very bad way. This morning he went seeking the master? Yes, on the road which winds into Nazareth from the north. Then he's the man. Tell me, where does he live? Look, I'll point it out to you. You see there, that house? Why, there are several men approaching that house now. Why, it's Andrew and Philip and Thomas. I must join them quickly. Thank you, woman. Thank you. Thomas, this is the house. Yes, we know now. Each of us found out as we came to this part of the town. The man's name is Jonathan. So I learned, too. Then come, we must go in. Oh, yes, but first, uh, a moment of prayer. Prayer? That the child still lives. Or if she doesn't. And the fault is ours. And I could never forgive myself. So a moment of prayer, brothers? Now... We shall knock. Yes? Is there anything I can do for you? Woman, you have a child, a little girl. Yes. Yes. Then you must weep no longer. We have come to bring help to the child. You bring help? I... Woman, it isn't too late, is it? It can't be. Please, don't cry. Who has a better right to cry? One moment she lay dying. And the next she was strong and well. Why? What do you mean? Come. See for yourselves. You'll be the first to see her since it happened. Come. There. Andrew. There's the man who came seeking our help. Yes. Is this the child who was so sick, woman? You wouldn't believe it, would you? No. No. And, Father, first it was all a terrible darkness. And then it was as though I heard a voice call to me from far away. And a soft, gentle hand reached out to touch me. Yes, dear. And then when the hand touched me, the darkness began to go away. I opened my eyes, and I looked into the kindest face I've ever seen. The eyes seemed to shine in a way I've never known before. And he took my hand and lifted me up. And I felt better, better. Oh, Abigail. Abigail, you're well again. There. You see, sirs. Friend. Oh, Oh, it's you, Andrew. We heard what the child said. It could mean only one thing. The master was here. It was his face, his gentle touch she spoke of, wasn't it? Yes, friends. He was here. I found him on the road after I left the twelve of you. Left us, yes, quarreling among ourselves. 
concerned with petty differences at a time when you needed help. We're ashamed of ourselves. Ashamed and very humble. So the master came here without us. I wonder how, Jonathan. I went on along the road in the direction from which you came. I found him and told him of the child, though I said nothing of you twelve. It was he who suggested we return here by a different route across fields and through orchards. By a different route? I wonder why. I don't know. I only asked him for help and followed along the way he led. Where is the master now? He has gone back to the place where you left him early this morning. Then we should go find him, brothers, at once. almost setting. It has that redness which fills the sky just before it goes down. And only this morning, Andrew, we saw it rise. None of us suspected what a sad day we would make of this. We must go to him and tell him. I wonder... We must tell him. It was our fault. We should be free to admit it. Don't you think so, Philip? I don't know. Is it his reproach you fear? Not his reproach, but the hurt we might inflict upon him should he find out how selfish we've been. It's against everything he's ever taught us. Yes, Philip. Then you think we shouldn't tell him? I would rather not. We'd best decide very soon. There I can see him standing by the very same rock where we left him alone at dawn. Yes, and he sees us. What will we do? He beckons to us. Then come. And we tell him? I... I don't know yet. We shall see. He would speak to us, Philip. I can tell by his face. What was it ye disputed among yourselves by the way? Andrew. Philip. He knows there was a dispute. Yes. And how can we tell him? You know how he teaches against pride and vanity. I... I can't tell him. Neither can I. Nor I. And certainly not I. For I was most guilty. If any man desire to be first, the same shall be last of all and servant of all. He knows of our dispute and even what it was about. Oh, Master, Master, forgive us for the vain and proud way in which we spoke. Yes, Master. We are humble now and sorry, very sorry. For as a result of our selfish seeking of a high place among all the rest, a child was almost lost. You yourself cured her by placing your hand upon her head and lifting her up. Yet we turn from helping this child to quarrel among ourselves. Yes, Master. If the child had depended upon us, she would have died while we bickered. We are guilty. 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 
Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under the foot of men. Have salt in yourselves and have peace with one another. It's been night a long time now, yet you don't sleep. I've been watching the fire as it loses its glow, Andrew. Soon it will be dark, too. It was an eventful day. I won't forget it, ever. None of us will. Not that the rebuke was not earned. It was many times over. It stings almost like salt in an open wound. Salt again. First he talked of it. And now you talk of it. Why did he choose to talk of salt in that way? You know about these things, Thomas. You question and study more than I. Tell me, what did he mean when he spoke of salt losing its taste? He called us the salt of the earth, since we are most precious to him. Who is closer to him among men than we? None. He chose us. He taught us. Ours will be the duty to carry on when he is gone. But if we, whom he called the salt of the earth, cannot follow his way, what a bad example we will be to all other men. And as he said, if salt loses its taste, what can you salt it with? That's true. So if we don't follow his way, who else will there be to serve as an example after he is gone? That's our duty, and we must never fail in it again. It is not only our duty, but the duty of all good people. On them is the burden to serve as an example to all. For if the good people desert the ways of goodness... Who else shall there be to serve as an example of goodness? It's far worse, then, for a good man to do evil than for a bad man to do evil, isn't it, Thomas? Yes, Andrew. I understand now. Tell me, Thomas, wasn't it strange that the master should have taken a different road to Nazareth than the one we were on? I've been thinking about that, too. And besides, he knew the nature of our quarrel though no one told him. That's right. And even this morning at dawn, he sent us on ahead of him. Why, it's as though he knew all of it was going to happen as it did. Yes, Andrew. Yes. He must have known all along. <laughs> Yeah.
You have been listening to The Salt of the Earth, another episode in the greatest story ever told from the greatest life ever lived. Greatest Story Ever Told was a presentation of the United States Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education.